you need to get really, really clear on what you want your life to look like. That business comes into alignment as well. So you really need to be asking yourself the questions, you know, what do I want my life to be looking like? How can this business support me in doing what it is that I want to do? We want to wrap our business around in life because ultimately the business is there to facilitate the life we want. The work it is there to give you the life you want, not the other way around. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, joined by the ever-lovely Tim Hyde. I said ever lovely, but you're not lovely all the time, are you? Yes, sometimes I'm asleep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I, good to I, know. I was playing around with the chat GPT the other day, and it's you know, it's it's thrown all these words into my into my language that are super flowery that I never that I never use at all. I'm like, I can't do, I can't keep putting this in. Yeah, super flowery and Tim don't go in the same sentence. <laughs> very pragmatic here. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's, that's what we love you for. That's you. Now, today, we're going to talk about, what are we talking about, Sam? We're going to talk about saying what your business is for. Yeah, totally. One of the mistakes that we see a lot of people making is like really thinking of their life and their business being two different buckets, I guess. But really, our life is this, is all the buckets coming together. And business is just one part of those. And I see a lot of people having a business that almost prevents them or makes it really hard for them to have the lifestyle that they want. And I am such a big advocate for create your lifestyle first, get really clear on what it is you want, and then create that business to match. And this is a conversation that I want to have, whether you're just starting your business or whether it's time for you to stop, take some time out and reflect and get really clear on, you know, am I going in the right direction? Do I need to make some changes or some pivots? Because it's very easy to get off course. We've both been there, Tim, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you think this comes from, I guess, this idea of work-life balance? See, I don't believe in work-life balance. I think, you know, just by just by saying work-life balance, I mean, you're immediately putting things into two different buckets, right? Mm. It's either work or it's life, you know. And, not- I, and I don't, be- and I just don't think it's both. Like for me, the way I would describe it, and I've never articulated this before, so this could come out a little bit funny. Let's see what happens. The way that I would think of describe it's like there's a balance for each of us that is different, that either has us feeling good or it has us feeling not so good, and it's just about balancing all of the different areas in a way that really makes us feel energized, joyful, peaceful, whatever it is that we want to be feeling. I was reflecting on this yesterday and and I shared this with you just off here, Sam, that I was at a funeral yesterday, a service for one of my best mate's fathers that I've known for, you know, 41 years, right? Practically half his life. And I always found Ken to be an incredibly inspirational and inspiring man. Not from the work that he did, right? But his influence and attitude towards life. Mm-hmm. Right? Now he was a 
incredible adventurer. I can see that in his son, my, my good friend Nick, you know, who's backpacked li- literally around the world by himself and done all sorts of interesting solo adventures. But Ken was such an inspir- inspirational sort of guy, and again, not for the work, but his viewpoint on how he attacked life. Mm-hmm. Like he, this is a this is a guy that you know grew up on a farm out near, you know, Hayworth out near Griffith in New South Wales. Learned to fly before he could drive a car. How cool is that? Right? Because I love he was, that. You know, he saw, I don't know, whatever the plane was, some sort of famous plane flew over Griffith when he was a youth, and he thought that would be really cool. I want to go and do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then architected his work around this zest for adventure. Mm. So, you know, found himself in, in PNG, you know, in the 60s, doing aerial surveillance kind of work, right? But took his passion for life and then found a way to make his work deliver that. Mm, mm-hmm. I love right? that so much. Right? And I think we kind of lose sight of the fact we go and do this thing, right, but we put this work thing in a bucket, right, mm-hmm. completely separate from our life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was thinking, you know, as you do, as you sit there at, 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 at services like that, thinking, well, what do I want people to say about me if I was to be, you know, the one in the box and mm. you know, sitting mm-hmm. here and, and 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 saying things about me and talking about me, at, you know, in my funeral and, and the impact and the stuff that that they had on my on their life. Mm. I love right? that you had that takeaway because I had a story told to me by a friend a few years ago and she went to the funeral of one of her friend's um, mothers. So similar situation to what you were in. And her, she came back and she said, oh, my goodness, Sam. She said all of the women were sitting around having a cup of tea, you know, after the service and discussing how amazing her linen closet looked, that it was beautifully, you know, everything was beautifully tied up and or you know folded up and it was really neat and so the story that you told you've taken some inspiration from that I also have taken inspiration from this story because at any time where I'm feeling a little bit like what am I doing go okay Sam pull it together you do not want people at your funeral to be talking about the best thing that you could do was have an amazing looking linen club at a they would never open up my linen <laughs> cupboard and be able to say that. <laughs> but B, it just makes it, it's the, it's almost fuels me to go, I am here for so much more than this. Yeah. Well, the, the convers- one of the conversations I had, um, you know, at the wake afterwards was really, you know, as, as you do with these things, these kind of events, right? Was like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? What have you been up to kind of stuff? Haven't seen you since the last funeral or last wedding or or whatever it happens to be. But, you know, what are you doing? And, and you know, we, we, we get into this conversation about what is this legacy that we want to create and this impact as entrepreneurs. And I think we embrace this far more than employees in many mm-hmm. ways. As entrepreneurs, one of our big drivers is what is the legacy and the impact that we want to create on our world? And I don't mean necessarily the globe. Mm-hmm. Your world might be just you and your family. Mm-hmm. It might be you and your friends. It might be on a particular group of people that you want to that you want to serve. Um, but what is the impact that you want to create? What is the lasting legacy that you want to create with that group of people? And are you 
deliberately engineering your business in a way that will deliver help you deliver that legacy. Mm. Totally, totally. Right, and as you say, you're in you know with with your business, Sam. You want, we want to be unapologetic about this, right? Yes. You don't want to hide it or mask it, you know, under something else. And um, you know, I, I was reminded of a, a a presentation I saw from um, Ryan Dice, who's a a mentor of mine. Um, at a, on a stage presentation uh, late last year in San Diego, and Ryan was on on stage, you know, quite unapologetically and, and shamelessly sharing his story that um, he, like many of us, was working stupidly long hours. He was coming home late and, you know, trying to get this business of his working as we all do. You know, mm-hmm, sometimes we mm-hmm. feel like if I just do that a little bit more, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll kind of work. I'll just strangle it until it gives me <laughs> what I want, squeeze every last drop of success out of this thing that we've created. And he got home again late one night and his wife came in, you know, in their dressing gown. She'd already been to bed. And said to said to Ryan and said, um, you know, I think it's you know what are you you know hi you know you're late again kind of thing, and he had told himself this story that he was doing it for his family, and she quite shamelessly you know not unshamelessly said, you've got to stop kidding yourself that you're doing this for us, okay, and I'm happy to support you right, but don't keep kidding yourself that you're doing it for us. Which ironically is a, a conversation I've had with my wife as well, you know, a few years ago when I was working seven days a week, you know, to make my business work. Um, and I'm going, this is really powerful because if we if we just go, I'm doing this for me first and foremost. So it doesn't matter what the reason is, mm-hmm. but own that own reason. It. Don't, don't kind of disguise it as something else. Totally. That takes you away from your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I think you need to get really, really clear on what you want your life to look like and then that business comes into alignment as well because I'll I'll give you an example. Back with my very, very first business when I was 20 years old, um, one of the things I did was open a dance studio. Now, the reason I owned it uh, or decided to open my own business was, number one, I was working in corporate and I had a look around at the uh, people that I worked with and felt like I was looking into a very dismal future because no one was smiling. And I went, hmm, I do not want to be me, this to be me next year, let alone for the next 20, 30 years. The second thing, the second thing that I said to myself was, well, I want to be spending more time with my kids. And I think that I've got more chance of doing that being in business than I do in a job. So what did I do? I went and opened a dance studio. Now, remembering that one of these things that was important to me was spend more time with my kids. They would be in school all day and then I would go to work for the night. They'd be home on Saturdays and I would work all day Saturdays. It wasn't the best business model for seeing more of my kids. Do I regret it? No, I don't because I learned so much and I had so many amazing years and and things happening. But if I measured the success on really what I wanted was to spend more time with my kids, then I, I really didn't get that right. So it really need to be asking yourself the questions, you know, what do I want my life to be looking like? How can this business support me in doing what it is that I want to do? Yeah, it, it really is. It's it's wrapping, and if you're watching the video, you can see this, you know, here is your business, you know, and this is you kind of wrapping your life around it, or is this your life and you're wrapping your business yes. around it? Let's take B. 
let's take option B here, right? We want yeah. to wrap our business around in life because ultimately the business is there to facilitate the life we want. Just like Ken and his flying and his adventures in PNG and around the world and all sorts of different places. The work it is there to give you the life you want, mm. not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be unapologetic about the time you want to be spending in your business. Be unapologetic around where you want to be spending your time. Be unapologetic around how much you want to be earning and where you want to spend that money. Be unapologetic about what you want to actually be doing. I, I'm going to pull something out that you said off air before. You've been listening to Ramit Sethi, who mm. we're both fans of, um, that it does require compromise, right? Absolutely. But what you're prepared to compromise on. Don't be apologetic about the things you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, conversely, be prepared to sacrifice the things that you don't want to get that. Yeah. You can have it all, but to have it all, you have to be prepared to give up something. And I think that it's about getting really clear on what you want that to be. When you get it right for you, that's when great things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Sam. I think yeah. that's, that's the key, right? You know, if you get this right, it will feel effortless. Absolutely. So really, there's no step-by-step formula to this. We're not going to tell you, okay, you're listening to this. Here's step number one and step number two. But what we do want to leave you with is to take some time out and really get clear on what you want unapologetically. Take some time out, dream, and understand that there is no one way to do anything, that you can create it however you want to create it. There isn't a formula. There's just whatever you want it to be. I like it. I like this conversation, Tim. Sometimes it's nice to just take a breath and think, huh, yeah, let's get back to this. Let's get back to the core of what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with someone in your life that would get some value from hearing this conversation. And we will see you next week on another episode of Influence by Design. Ciao. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.